The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Lord, you, Lord Christ. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now, standing there were six stone water jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to them, fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it out. And when the steward tasted the water that had become wine and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs, in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of Abba who made us, Christ who transforms us, and Spirit who infuses us with gifts. Amen. Amen. Even folks who don't have much experience in church often know today's gospel story. If you attend enough weddings, sooner or later you will hear the wedding preacher preach on the wedding at Cana. We know the story well. Jesus and his mom are at a wedding, and the wine runs out. Mary turns to her divine son and says something like, Son, there is a problem. The wine is gone. And she looks at him expectantly, eyebrows raised. Perhaps Jesus replied, Geez, Mom. This is not our problem. I am not ready to start butting into other people's lives and doing my thing. Mary, I believe, rolled her eyes and told the servants to do whatever Jesus tells them. Jesus, I think, rolled his eyes. And then he tells the servants to fill jars with water and draw some out. When they do, they discover that he has transformed water into excellent wine. And we as witnesses throughout the ages remember this as the first miracle, the first proof of Jesus' divine nature. I've finally gotten around to reading the first half of the book, A Prayer for Owen Meany, which has been recommended to me many times. And in it, 16-year-old Owen Meany debates with the local Congregationalist minister about the nature of miracles. Owen says that miracles are proof of Jesus' divinity, 
And we all need proof sometimes. The minister says that faith itself is a miracle. And faith is authentic because we don't have proof. He was skeptical of miracle stories. Whether you agree with Owen Meany or the Congregationalist minister or neither of them or both of them, I wonder if there is something more important than discerning whether or not miracle stories actually happened as recorded or not. Perhaps it's also or even more important to wonder what Jesus was up to when he performed miracles. This first one, or any of the ones that followed, it seems to me that he was always working on transforming things. Sickness to health, blindness to sight, life to death, water to wine. I think that he is up to this transformation business as much today as he was when he bore flesh and walked among us. Perhaps, I hope, with less ambivalence and hesitation. I think he's forever working on transforming us bit by bit until our lives are illuminated completely by the light of his perfect love. When Jesus transforms us, we are infused with him. A miracle is surprising and grace-filled as turning water to wine. Today's collect says, Grant that your people, illuminated by your word and sacraments, may shine with the radiance of Christ's glory. In that, I hear, may we shine because Jesus has transformed us, in this case through word and sacrament, with his light, and we walk away different, miraculously more than we were. The reading today from Isaiah speaks of transformation too, saying that we shall be called by a new name once we have been touched by God's glory. In that, I hear, water shall be called wine, the mundane shall be called holy, stranger shall be called friend, we shall be called beloved. Today's psalm sings of the feast of God's love that we are called to enjoy and the drink we are offered from the river of God's delight. In that, I hear that we are called to bask in love and be revitalized by the delightful energy of the Spirit of God. No wonder we are transformed. How could one stay the same while basking in divine delights? The epistle today is particularly poignant and brings me to what I hope is today's take-home message. In 1 Corinthians, we are told that there are many gifts of the Spirit. They are not all the same, and we don't all have all of them. But the Holy Spirit has infused each of us with gifts that are essential to the community. In that, I hear that Jesus invites us to be part of the transformative mission he is about, and that we have been equipped to do so. 
Jesus did not turn water into wine in an empty room. Perhaps he could have, but I don't think that's the way he works. It took Mary to urge him on, even though that required rude determination. It took servants to bring the water and present it to Jesus. They were also needed to draw the water back out and bear witness to the transformation. It was the servants who brought the water, the new wine, to the steward. The steward had a role, too. He puzzled over what had happened, made an assumption, critiqued what he perceived to be true, and ultimately offered the gift of wine to the wedding guests. The steward would have made a great theological student. So if it is true, and I believe that it is, that Jesus is transforming people and places and things today, right now, all around us, what role do each of us take in that transformation? Have we discerned what unique gifts the Spirit has infused us with for this work? Are we making those gifts available to the mission of Christ? A friend shared a story with me the other day, written by a woman who had an endless wait at the registry of motor vehicles one day. Everything we typically believe to be true about the RMV was true that day for her. Long lines, drab atmosphere, grumpy, inconvenienced people. But then she began to watch the woman whose job it was to take people's picture for their license. And this person, she noticed, was cheering each person up, noticing things about them, meeting them where they were. She even offered a hug to one very sad, tearful person. People were approaching her grumpy, sad, and bored. And they were walking away smiling, buoyed up by her gifts of grace and humor and compassion, transformed. While I do hope that our church doesn't have all that much in common with the RMV, I see similar things happening here all the time. I see the gift of hospitality on the faces of the people serving at the welcome table. The gift of attentive service offered by our lems and our acolytes. The gift of courage and new ways of seeing offered by the youth who help out and learn new ministries every other Sunday when they come and worship with us upstairs. Gifts of gentleness in our church school volunteers. Gifts of wisdom shared at the forum. Gifts of compassion offered by those who offer pastoral care. I could go on and on, but the point is made with a few examples. We all are infused with love, and we all have gifts given to us by a loving spirit. When we use them, in the church, in the world, in our workplaces, at school, perhaps most importantly in our families, transformation takes place through us. Jesus turns water to wine, and we get to be involved. When he doesn't act quickly enough, perhaps we nudge him as Mary did. Perhaps we even raise our eyebrows expectantly, 
until we perceive that he is ready. We offer our gifts to him. We bring him water. We witness a miracle. We offer his wine to those around us. That which he has transformed is offered to us. We drink deeply. And we are forever miraculously changed. Amen.